Welcome back to the channel. Glance is how I see it. I uh, got another Humble Dad episode. Uh, we rocking and rolling today uh, with one of my special guests and best special friends from college days, man. My frat brother. Uh, we've been hanging out as far as like on the phone several different times, but we haven't seen each other in a long time. I'm, ex I'm so excited uh, for him to be on the podcast today. None other than Mr. Eric Taylor Jackson. What's up, homie? What's up, buddy? How you doing? I'm good, man. I wasn't gonna use your uh your stage name, you know what I'm saying? Uh, <laughs> yeah, nobody's used that in a long time. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's up. So yeah. man, I wanna I, I really appreciate you being on for sure. I wanna dive right into it so uh you know I can honor your time. All right. Appreciate you. So the first question I ask everybody is what do you feel like the difference between a dad and a father is, or do you feel like there is not a difference? Yeah, well, uh, thinking about that question, I I, uh, I think that it's it's just wording. I think a father could be something great in your life. I think a dad could be something great in a child's mm -hmm. life as well. So, to me. When people say, because some, some people say a dad is just a sperm donor. Some people say a father is just a sperm donor. And a to me, those are just words. Whatever mm -hmm. your, your son or daughter calls you in reverence or with respect, whether mm -hmm. it's father, dad, pop, that's what you are. That's what's up. That's dope. I like that particular, because uh, nobody, I didn't even think about the word pop. You know what I'm saying? Because pop is definitely an enduring term. Yep. Yeah. So kind of talk. So I want to go back to, you know, when you were a youngster, uh, kind of talk to me about your upbringing. Uh, was your dad in your life, not in your life? Did you have a father figure? Uh, kind of walk me through uh, who was the dad in your life? Yeah. Yeah. My dad was there from day one. Uh, mm -hmm. uh, he was a uh, hard dad. You know what I'm saying? Uh, he's like an old school dad. Uh, he he made you do chores. Uh, yeah. You know, I, I don't I don't I couldn't imagine my life with just my mom and and, and not my dad. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Uh, so you know, I always want to be there for my kids the way he was for us. He never missed a football game. Uh, he may have didn't tell you what you did why he was always the critical one but he never missed the game you know wow. and, and i love that about him uh but also i had a lot of football coaches that were in my life that you saw how a man was supposed to be how a dad was supposed to be towards his kids and, and you know uh that's so, what's up. Yeah. so when did you when did you say that you and you, you Paid attention to that your dad was uh was there. Like when did you realize that he was always like you say, like, oh my dad come to all my games. When 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 did you realize that? You know what? You don't think about it growing up. I didn't really think about it until I stopped playing. Really? Yeah, yeah. He was just there. You know what I'm saying? And you just thought that's the way it was supposed to be. Mm. You know. Uh, so what was? Go ahead. I'm sorry. I, I mean, just talking. To, or seeing other friends that didn't have a dad, you know, you, you saw the difference. But for me, 
you know, I didn't really think about, you know what? He never missed a game until after I stopped playing. Wow. So you said that you noticed that there was a, a difference between you and your peers where they didn't have a father figure in their life? Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. So what do you mean you noticed the, the difference? Well, I noticed that my dad was always in the stands and my friends who didn't have dads, mm -hmm. you know, they have uncles or, you know, or sometimes not anyone, you know, mm -hmm. and it was just something you noticed, you know what I'm saying? This was like, what did that do for you, knowing that your dad was always there? Made me respect him more, definitely. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I think that, you know, it, it, it I, you know, I always loved him, but it, it definitely sort of made me see him in a more positive light because he didn't have to be there always. Mm -hmm. He always had two jobs also. That's something else. What? Yeah, man. Always had two jobs. He, how did he what? How, how do you do this again? Man, how do you have two jobs and still make it to everybody's game? Exactly. Exactly. And he had two sons, me and my brother, playing wow. simultaneously. Uh most times we were on the same team a lot, but sometimes that's we weren't. That's helpful. Yeah, yeah. But he he was a uh, he did he worked for Department of Transportation, and he was also a, you know a construction worker, a contractor. Okay, that's what's up. Did you? So, what do you feel like you picked up from it? Uh, hard work. You know, I mean, I I started out. It's like I can't have less than two jobs now. You know what I'm saying? Like, even though my one job pays me plenty. Yeah. I've got to be something else or really? other thing. And I know I got it from him because my brother's the same way. What? Yep. So, so you, so he instilled in you hard work. Now, take me back. Like, what were some of the conversations like? Was he telling you to have to, this is what it's going to take to get to where you need to be? Well, like, how did you uh, get that to be implemented into you as an individual? Was it said or, or done or both? Definitely said he he wasn't much on talking or or having heart to hearts. Okay, right? he he didn't want to show any type of perceived weakness, mm -hmm. so he wasn't really setting you down, saying. But he he would tell you that you've got to be able to work hard and know how to do this and that uh, in order to be a man. Or, you know, mm -hmm. what I'm saying to raise a family. It was mostly uh, he was a man of action, and we would just see it. Okay, you know what I'm saying. But uh, uh, you know, he he, he would tell us a little bit. So when did you? Um, so do you feel like uh, him having those conversations? Uh, you know, help you as far as becoming a, a dad or a leader or which function of him talking to you or showing you, do you feel like you uh, show those type of characteristics, um, you know, throughout your, your daily life? Uh, well, the way, the way he was, you know, uh, I think that 
most of it was just uh just observing him you know what mm -hmm. i'm saying uh we we worked with him a lot on on construction projects and stuff and, and so you know he would show us what we needed to do and of course growing up you sort of don't get it yeah until you're grown you know so a lot of this is just thinking back on okay. growing up and so when i'm dealing with uh with my sons and trying to teach them stuff and, and they're not receptive right now like my dad would get frustrated with us but yeah. i'm not so frustrated with my sons because i understand they don't need to get it right now but mm. when they get older you know i think they'll get it so what, age did you, so what age was it when you got it? You was like, oh, yeah, that's what dad was trying to teach you. Probably when I had children. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, I, know, I know when I was uh, older, yeah. you know, I, you know he was very hard on us. So it was okay. always pushback from us. Okay. Uh, although... You know, I did everything he asked me to do because I was scared of my dad. Mm -hmm. He was that he was that type of dad. Yeah. But but I I knew that you know that that you wanted to be able to work hard and, and be able to take care of yourself. But you know you don't you don't you don't put really connect all the dots until you're trying to formulate a plan for your own family and your own kids, and mm -hmm. that's. Just thinking right now, that's probably when I really realized it. When I when I had to sort of try and create a plan for my own family. Yeah, so, so how old were you when you had your uh, your first kid? Oh, selling do the other day. He he was born a week before my twenty fifth birthday, oh, and, okay. and that was my, my oldest. But mm -hmm. my three with my ex wife is when I was thirty two. So I was much more mature, mm -hmm. able to dig in and and handle being a dad right there. But at 24, uh, you know, I wasn't where I wanted to be in my life, but you, you try and do the best you can. But yeah, mm -hmm. I was 24 when I first started this parenting okay. journey. <laughs> the parenting journey. So yeah. when you say you, you, when you started out, of course, like us all, we don't have a clue of what's right. going on, but kind of take me back to that time uh, uh, what was kind of your first thoughts of when when you had you got a chance to hold your kid? I was nervous as all get out, man. <laughs> and uh, so my first son, uh, I knew I was there when he was born and everything, but he wasn't. It was a situation, so I didn't really didn't really start raising him or taking care of him until he was like three. Oh, okay. You know, so he was like a little toddler. Oh man, you walking so the with two, three, but he was still my first one, so it, I, it was some nerves there. Yeah, especially when I had him by myself. But when <laughs> I, but when I had my first one with my with my, my ex wife, yeah, that's when I was nervous. You know, because really? why? Because he, he was little. He was okay. like a little, little bitty dude. I don't want to yeah. drop him. You know what I'm saying? Like. I, I don't want him to get hurt at all, you know? Yeah. I was just really nervous. And, you know, I think my second and third with her, I wasn't at all, but Tyler I was, and with Evan I was. I was very nervous and just wanted to make sure that I didn't break him, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I know. 
I know, I know that feeling. So, um, so you have four boys all together? Three boys and a Three daughter. Boys. My, my daughter called me at two o'clock in the morning. Wow. Two o'clock this morning. She she with her mom, and her mom always uh plugs her uh tablet into the charger before she go to bed. I guess her mom forgot. Okay. She must have waken up and realized it wasn't charged. And she caught because she's upstairs, my mom's downstairs. So she okay. called me to call her mom to tell her mom to go upstairs to get her her uh tablet because she was scared to go downstairs because it was dark. Yeah. So I persuaded her to just wait until the morning. <laughs> that was the first time it ever happened. But you know what? I'm glad she reached out to me. Yeah. She's only five. Oh. I'm like, if anything happens, she knows she can call me and I'll answer that phone for her. Wow. You know what I'm saying? That is incredible. <laughs> so yeah, three. Wow, that's incredible, man, for her to even think enough to say, listen, I need daddy because I'm scared. Yep. Yep. So how did that make you? I know what it made you feel like, but when their phone first rang, though, <laughs> like, what was your thought when the phone first rang? Because she said, dad, she said, daddy, uh, can you call mommy? So I'm like, what the hell is your mom? <laughs> right. That's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking like, where's your mama? And she's, yeah. you know, she said, uh, she's downstairs. I'm like, why don't you go to her? She was like, because it's dark and I need my tablet charged. And then I said, who? <laughs> yeah, for real, man. That's I can only imagine, bro. Yeah, That's man. Cool. So, uh, so talk, talk to me about the ages. What's the ages of your kids? Oh, wow. So my first son is 20. Okay. Uh, he'll be 21 in June. Mm. Uh, my second son is 12, so he'll be 13 in, in April. So there's a big, about an eight-year gap between those two. Yeah. And then my third son, he's uh, seven. He'll be eight in July, so it's a five-year gap between those two. Yeah. And then uh, my daughter is five, so it's a two-year gap. So my seven-year-old mm. and, and my five-year-old, they're the closest. They like, they act like twins. They They can't. I don't even think they realize it. They can't do anything without each other. And really? They're each other's best friend. And uh, I enjoy watching, watching them work. <laughs> yeah, they, that's what's up, man. Yeah. I got, yeah, we got, I got four also uh, with my wife, Jenny. Uh, they're, they're 11, uh, nine, seven, and two and a half. Oh, wow. And the, 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 the girls are the bookends. And then my sons are in the middle. Okay. And uh, Joshua and Ethan, they are best friends. The and nine, and nine year old. yeah, that's and they and the seven year old is as tall as the nine year old. Really? Yes. Wow. Yes. And they are always together. Like I think yesterday was the first time in a long, like literally a long time, mm. where the nine year old was like, "I just need some space." <laughs> he told the seven year old that. Oh, he told y'all that. He said it basically with body language. <laughs> you know, because Ethan, he's gonna always say, Josh, you wanna play? You wanna do this? Yeah. So Joshua just had to say, you know, I I'm gonna read. That is that's wild. Yeah, and so <laughs> yeah, so the seven-year-old and the two and a half year old, well, almost three, they're bonding now. You know, okay. uh he he is being a big brother to her. 
uh, right now. And so when they want when she wants to play hide and seek, mm-hmm. it, you know, and she can't get me, she'll yeah. go get you. That's you know? yeah. So it's cool to see them interact. My 11 year old, you know, she's she's a girl and uh, she don't really have a lot of time for these these peons. Right. <laughs> because she's 11. You know, yeah, she's older. So I have to make her play with them. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like a little sister. I guess a little um, sister is way smaller. She will, yeah, but she will play with her little sister. But she's getting to the point of like, I want my own time. Yeah, often, often though. You yeah. know what I'm saying? <laughs> but but at the same time, if I she doesn't um she doesn't get upset if I say okay, go play with your little sister, right? He would get bothered if I tell her to go play with her brother. Yeah, so that's I'm crazy. So, yeah. uh, how is it? Uh, I know. I assume you're in your forties. Yeah, I'm yeah, forty-two. Yeah, I'm a, yeah, okay. So I'm forty-five. How is it having a, a two-year-old man in your forties? Because I had my daughter when I was forty. Ah, okay. It's it's a uh, tiring. <laughs> I know that's right. Because um uh with her, she doesn't understand work schedule, right? Okay. And I'm at home, and so mm-hmm. she knows where I'm at. So she's gonna knock on the door, bang on the door, unless I have somebody literally have her. Yeah. You know, and she's occupied her time. But I've enjoyed like I enjoy the time when I get to spend with her. Yeah. Uh, because because it's it's almost it's starting over, right? Like you know that you made some type of mistakes yep. with these others. So what can I do with this one? Yeah. Yeah. That's one thing that I tell people. I'm a better dad with my seven and my five year old than I was with my twenty year old and my my twelve year old. Yeah. I mean yeah. Yeah. You, you grow and I'm not the same dad, you know. And yeah. I, I've I've actually Told my 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 twelve year old, listen man, some of the things that dad was was doing back then, man, you got to forgive me, man. <laughs> I was I was just I just wanted him to be the best, and he was like the only child for five years. Oh, yeah. So he 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 uh he may have thought it was it was a little much. I can imagine. So did you feel like you was being your dad to him? And yeah. so what was the light bulb that clicked to say, listen, this is this is not what needs to be happening? When I had other kids. Really? Because yeah, their personalities are different. You got that right. Yeah. So I'm like treating these two different at the same age that I treated him like 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 he was older. Mm-hmm. And it, out for me. I just had to think about it and reflect and uh you know come up with a uh, <laughs> come up with something different. That's uh, so what did you so let me take you back to the the oldest one. So what um now that he's about to be 21 mm-hmm. how like how often do y'all communicate? Man this is my thing. So I had him and 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 a lot of times his mom we went to court and all that kind of stuff. And so she was the type of mom that she didn't want. She He was in Kansas, first of all. He wasn't even in Texas. So oh, okay. she really didn't want him down here 
and I had to fight for that. So mm-hmm. I did the the time we spent wasn't always consistent, mm-hmm. especially consistent enough to sort of uh, deliver the type of messages I wanted to deliver or, or build that relationship. So so, but I always felt like he understood. And when he got older, I he told me he understood, and I could. Mm-hmm. Uh, we text all the time. Now, mm-hmm. talking to the boy on the phone, that's something different. <laughs> Not the millennials, bro. The, yeah. I mean, they're more than the millennials. They like the yeah. Z and ZZ. Yeah, and I don't feel, because some of my uh, my friends with young adult kids that were in the house with them, they still have the same issues that I had with him, so I don't feel so bad. I, I try to let him be him, and I reach out when I'm missing him, and yeah, you know, that's what's, mm-hmm. that's what's up. So then you bring it down to your about he's a uh, 12, you said, yeah, yeah, he'll be a teenager in April. Oh, we so okay. So, do you have your mind, your game plan kind of ready for how you transition to the teenage years? And you're gonna you're have a teenage boy in the house, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, he's already he's in middle school, and, and I could already sense a change. From sixth grade to middle school, seventh grade, it's a little, he's feeling himself. I don't know. I don't know what's going on, man. But I'm I'm just trying to be patient. I'm, I'm praying. How <laughs> <laughs> you Yeah, yeah. And I'm talking to his mom, making sure everything is cool. I'm, I'm having conversations with him. You know, it, it's an ongoing thing, man. But uh, I'm hoping as he gets older when he gets in the high school because you know i'm a teacher so i see it i know right yeah and, and a lot of times these high school guys they'll be as, as immature as all get out freshman sophomore year and something clicks junior year they 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 like you know mature yeah so you know i just want him to be more mature at an earlier age than some of these guys that i teach <laughs> So that's what's up. Mm-hmm. So then when you get to the uh the third one, like what's his personality personality like? He's he's the most like me. Really? What do you yeah. mean? If I could ask you which child is most like you, which one would you say? I, I would say uh Joshua, who's my second. Okay, see that we know like Ian is most like me as far as uh emotional as far as he loves to keep you laughing mm. you're always telling jokes <laughs> yeah. you know some jokes are silly but but he he laughs yeah uh, you know he he's always jumping around bouncing around happy go lucky kid and and he's most like me man i, I, I love his personality i really do yeah uh that's a good question that you asked i think uh I, it's not like you have to think about it quickly to know right. who, who's most like you. Uh, and, and I would say Joshua's most like me in the sense of that, uh, one, he's very, he's analytical. So he's thinking about everything. At any <laughs> but there's a time where he'll, there'll be nothing he'll be thinking about. He just wants his time, right? Yeah. yeah. He, he's a gamer. Uh, I mean, okay. I can't play more games as I want to now, but, uh, but he plays. He loves playing video games just like any other kid. But he's. But however, he's really good. Wow. Like 
Like so good. Four years old, he beat a Sonic Hedgehog game. Did he really? Yeah, in three I months. Didn't know that game. Yeah, yeah. It, it's a. It was a different type of game. Uh, it's, four it's, years old. Yeah, it's a couple different um, uh, Sonic games. I can't remember the name of this one, but he beat it within four months. I mean, three or four months after he had got it. And so he's that guy. He likes to draw. I'm not a drawer, but he's he's putting his imagination on paper. Yeah. Uh, he's a creative, if you will. Yeah. And uh, he's he's athletic. Like there's okay. not a, you know, uh, he there's not a sport that he pro- he's not going to be good at. I didn't even play baseball, but uh, he had he played for the first time last year, and his coach was impressed by him. He was like this. Matter of fact, he's so he was so good for his age at, at where he was that they put him at third, and then they put everybody else at their position. <laughs> yeah, third base is the most important position. And so, and so that's him. But all my kids are are, are some way like me. But he he would be the most. I would I would yeah. say for I'm sure. Awesome. Yeah, for sure. And then, what would you say, uh, your your girl? Like, what's the characteristics of her? Oh man, this is. Bria is her name. Hey, no teacher will ever not know how to spell my kids' names. <laughs> I got oh Evan, which is four letters. Yes. I got Ian, which is three letters. And I got Bria, which is four letters. <laughs> That's what's up. That's what's not up. Don't spell my kids' name. No job will ever, will ever be able to tell whether they're black or white. Right. No. <laughs> That's the thing. That's the thing, man. Yeah. We thought about that, too. Yeah. <laughs> Resume names, bro. Yeah, man, it, it makes sense. But but Bria, man, when like when she was, oh man, she's been like, she. Well, I can tell you this. I don't know if she loves me more than the boys, but she shows it more. <laughs> wow. Like even just when she was in daycare, man, I used to take videos of her because it was so wild to me how excited she would get when I would come to pick her up. Wow. She still has that excitement to this day. That's dope. Always running it into my lap, my arms. Uh, you know, she anything I ask her to do, she'll do. Like, like you say, your boy will be good at any sport. Yeah. I'm not sure either one of my boys Evan. <laughs> Evan probably could. I just don't think he wants to. Okay. Ian. I'm not sure what he can be good at right now. Okay. You know, we're going to try. This is how you know that I don't know what to do with him. We're going to try gymnastics. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Which might be cool, but that's not generally what you would try, right? Yeah. We're going to try that and, and see how he – I asked him, and he said he wanted to do it because he's always flipping around. So we're going to see if he's going to flip on some mats. But, <laughs> but I think Bria is the athletic one, and she – man, she – her hand-eye coordination is great. T-ball, mm. she, she hit the ball a mile. She she likes running. She gets tired because she's big-boned, but yeah. she likes doing all kinds. She loves basketball. I'm going to get her into that probably this, this spring. Wow. I mean, yeah, she'll probably be the athlete, you know. Uh, yeah. But, yeah, she loves her dad, and her dad loves her. <laughs> That's what's up, man. This is, this is like I tell everybody, man, this is the um, – I think – um, I'm glad I'm able to do this platform because to see dudes get it like giddy, right? Like we yeah. get giddy when we talking about our kids. That's like, what I love it, man. This is a great concept, bro. 
I appreciate it. So, you know, so when you talk about, when I'm listening to you talk about all your kids, like, and you're able to know what's going on with them as an individual, even the, even the oldest that that's not necessarily around you as often. Right. So that's a tribute to you saying, listen, I'm, I want to be there uh, for, for my kid. Yeah. Yeah. As opposed to some dads or the, you know, not some dads, but like, Men don't want the responsibility. Right. right? And so right. I want to kind of get into the space of since though your kids are not there with you and you have, you know, uh they're they're with your ex-wife and then mm-hmm. uh, with another one, another lady. Kind of talk to me how would you uh what kind of advice would you give to men in your situation that would say, Well, I don't I'm not gonna be around my kid because you know I don't like her. Right. Like, what what kind of advice would you give to them? Well, uh, you know, I can tell you this. Uh, I would say that, you know, even when the kids may not look like it bothers them, you know, mm-hmm. it, it can bother them. You know, you want to you wanna stay close to them. You know, I, I've always tried to spend extra time with my kids, like, above and beyond what the, the, the court order says, mm. you know what I'm saying? So much so that like all my close friends are like, man, why you pay child support? You always have your kids, you know? And, and mm. I mean, I, I think that's, you know, I like the fact that, that I always have my kids cause I, you know, and, and I'm never, it's not about, I, I separate the child support from, from taking care of, from having them because I don't want that to be a reason why I do or don't see them, you know? Wow. So, you know, what I would tell guys that are in this situation that may be getting a divorce or anything like that, it depends on your relationship. Like, guys are different. I'm sensitive. I love hard, so I'm going to love my kids hard. Mm. A lot of guys love their their time, their singleness. Wow. You know what I'm and wow. so they won't receive these messages the same way. Oh, you know? wow. But for guys that do want to spend that, that quality time with your kids, I would say do it. Don't what 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 messes it up is when guys maybe try to negotiate the child support based on how much extra time you're seeing the kids. Wow. Yeah. Don't, don't even worry about that. Just, just tell, and I'm sure your ex, like my first son's mom, she didn't want me seeing the boy. It was just that simple. So that, there Mm. might be something out there like that, but I think for the most part, most women, usually ex-wives, like, like girls that you probably didn't have a real good relationship with and just okay. had a kid with, they're probably on the side of, I'm not going to let you see my child. But okay. if you have an ex-wife and you were there with them and all that, generally they'll be, you know, real uh, good about letting you see the child mm-hmm. whenever you want. And so, mm-hmm. like I coach. And so six months is tough. So when I'm not coaching, when the season is over, yeah. I dive head first into my children's lives. And wow. I do that, you know, 
I mean, I guess I would do it sort of to make up for not being there as much, you know, the months that I had to actually coach and, and work long hours and stuff, you know. So, you know, if you have time, if you don't coach or, or if you just work a nine to five, because those like every other week goes by slow, man. That's two yeah. weeks without seeing your babies. Yeah. You know, I'm like, I got to get them. I got to do something. I can't yes. not, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, and as they get older, as mine do, like even my 12-year-old, man, I call him, you know, he don't answer, you know, take him a day or two to call me back. So go over there. Like, I could go over there because they're 10 minutes down the road, mm -hmm. and my ex-wife is, is great about allowing that, you know. So, you know, I could do that, but, you know, I think th that, that would be the advice I would give, man, just – I appreciate that. I appreciate your, your, your transparency uh, because uh, coming from the perspective for me, uh, my dad was paying child support and it felt like that's what that's all that mattered to him hmm. as far as his time with us. Wow. Right? And the reason why I say that is because um Mom, it's not like my, my mom never talked bad about this dude. Yeah. Never. <laughs> and he wasn't coming to do anything with us. <laughs> wow. You know, you know, that, that speaks highly of your mom. That's that's what I didn't realize that until, as you say, later in life. Right. That she just wanted us to develop our own idea and our own opinions of her. And even yeah. to this day, she's like, Elijah, you need to reach out to him. Like she don't even like him like that. Like they not they been together for a minute. Yeah. Mind, she's like, it's important for you to have a relationship with, with your with your dad, you yeah. know. And yeah. so I, I can see uh you know, I, I can see that you're looking at it from a perspective of I know how valuable it was for me to have my dad in my life. Yeah. And you just you said just a few moments ago, right? I couldn't imagine my dad not being there. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, so you don't want that to be what your kids would have to try to experience, right? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So even because even though like my mom and dad, they never got divorced. So he was in the household. But, you know, unfortunately, we got divorced. So I'm not in the household. But mm -hmm. I want it to be like I was never there, you know, like or, or, no, like I was never yeah. not there. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And so, yeah. you know, uh, what have you seen? What, what what kind of transitions did you see uh, when when you and your your uh, ex wife broke up? Was there a, a trend? Did something happen to your kids where y'all had to come together and talk to them about the situation and how uh, it wasn't their fault type deal or anything like that? Or did y'all even did y'all not include them in talking to them about what was about to happen? Well, the 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 two young ones were uh, too young. They they oh, didn't know. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Bria okay. was I think two, and Ian was four. Oh, okay. So, yeah, they still they don't uh, think anything of it. Oh, okay. Uh, Evan, if I can remember, I think maybe I had a talk with him, and but he was so cool with it back then because he was like nine. Oh, okay. He wasn't tripping. Mm -hmm. uh, I think 
He and he's changing now, but I don't think it's because of the divorce. I think it's just because he's growing and, mm. and he wants his his independence a little more and that type of thing. But yeah, so, I think they were all three of them were very young, and and we didn't really see any uh, any negatives that the divorce caused. Okay, that's good. The reason why I say that is because I know I know uh, this one young girl who uh, was really heartbroken. Uh, when 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 she found out the news for her parents, and uh, and so we we had asked, uh, um, you know, our daughter, like, you know, if that was us, like, what what would be your your thought process? Right. Well, she's eleven, and so of course it's a she's a little bit more mature uh, as far as the age is concerned. She said that I wouldn't trust you guys. Wow. That's what she told me. That's why I had asked that question. Yeah, she told me that she wouldn't trust us, and I'm like, why? <laughs> My wife was like, why will you not trust us? And uh, she said, well, you you all told me that y'all don't believe in divorce. Oh, okay. You know what I'm saying, and you told me that you don't lie. <laughs> <laughs> and so that, yeah, and so they, and so they, you know, kids uh, are paying attention. Yeah, and so that's why I was asking if there was a, uh, you know, a conversation that was had. So that if it was, then you could probably help somebody else kind of understand what what to do. That's what. Right. That's what so yeah, that's what's up. So as you go into the fatherhood even more, could you tell us what you feel like your uh, your biggest mistake was and your your biggest achievement as a as a father thus far? Wow, man! <laughs> I ever thought about my biggest mistake. I don't know. That's why you're um, here. <laughs> <laughs> uh probably having a son out of wedlock. Oh, okay. I mean, if that answers your question, I, I imagine maybe you're you're just talking about Somebody just like you remember having a conversation or there was a you could have parented differently. Okay. Had a, a parenting dad. mistake. Yeah, a parenting mistake. Let me see. Probably, you know, uh, like I said, I was pretty tough on on Evan, but Evan is so sharp now, man. He he uh he's real mature for his age. He's smart as a whip. Mm. Uh, but I probably could have been. Uh, I was short of my. You know, I, I probably could have cracked the whip a little less with Evan, mm. if that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, I was just trying to drive and be excellent. I was trying to be mm. a Joe Jackson. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't take it that far. <laughs> okay. I was, I was trying to be an Eric Jackson. Ah, <laughs> I got you. Okay. But, uh, uh, yeah, probably. You know, also, like, I tell my girl right now and my sister and my ex, they know I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm more interested. So my dad was probably more interested in raising us up in a way that we knew hard work. We knew, uh, we, 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 we weren't disrespectful. We didn't embarrass them in public, stuff like that. But 
I'm more interested in, you know, my kids, I guess, social well-being. Mm, okay. You know, I'm more okay. interested in, in them enjoying themselves, uh, their time with me, uh, having a bright outlook on life, mm. uh, being confident in themselves and their abilities. Mm. You know, it's sort of, it's different than the way I was raised. Okay. Wow. It's sort of by choice, you know. Okay. I, I I don't want to I don't want to be that guy that just wanted to make them clean up all the time or do chores to teach them lessons. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I want to want to do other things to teach them those same lessons and stuff. Mm, that's dope. Oh man, that makes it makes sense. I. Because I, I too try to do the exact same thing when I'm I'm talking to my like, like when I'm um, um, disciplining my kids. Uh, I try not to, you know. I was like very militant uh, because I felt like at the, that's what was going to help them become uh, more obedient. Right? Yep. It's, it's such a fine line in <laughs> in trying to get them to do what you think is going to be best for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and how do you um, encourage or discipline them so that it can happen, right? Yeah. Because, like, you know, like another, um, you know, like somebody uh, Swift said earlier this morning, he said, it's not a rule book, you know what I'm saying, on how to parent this particular kid. Right, right. And so, and so it's just it's trying to figure out which one is going to, which situation, what's going to work in this situation, right? Yeah. So one of the things we started doing is that we we started doing uh taking away tv time um we we do uh i've did like well you have to do um squats or push-ups yeah. um other different or just having a a, a conversation yeah. about why did you make that decision not like when we were growing up you know this, this it was not a conversation you messed up here's exactly, your exactly. But what I've learned by uh, talking to them is what was their process? Mm-hmm. What was their thinking process so that I can teach to that? Yeah, absolutely, man. That's what I want to. That's why. Yeah, that's important that you listen to them, you know, like we weren't listened to. It was like my way or the highway, mm-hmm. you know, but that nope, you know, type of thing. So mm-hmm. just listening to them. You're right. You You learn how they think. You know how they process information, and that and that and that that can help your parenting a long way, right there. Oh yeah, for sure. Like uh, there was this time with uh, my oldest. Uh, I talk about her a lot because I interact. She's the one that I've had the most time with, if you will. Mm-hmm. And I remember uh, uh, disciplining her uh, for something that she that I thought she did, and I did not give her a chance to talk. Yeah. And if I would have given her an opportunity to voice what it is that she did or didn't do, then I could have easily avoided that. Because that's not yeah. that's not a discipline I could take back. Exactly. <laughs> you know what I'm exactly. And so and and for me as a prideful guy, like I hate being wrong. Yeah. <laughs> and so I don't want to discipline uh, in that way. And then and there's no way for me to. To, come uh, back from that. Yeah, yeah there's no way for me to come back from that. So that's one of the reasons why I started just trying to have as many conversations and yeah. then decide what the discipline is. Yeah, 
You know what I'm saying? That's what's up. I mean, I totally agree with that. Now, my son is Evan, the 12 year old. He is, he's a drawer as well. He sort of animates. Yeah. And he has, uh, he has his YouTube channel. And, and okay. yeah, he has some really good stuff on there. But he has one called School Stories. And it struck, it struck a point with me because we can all relate. Like he had some stories about teachers and this is him. He animated all of this, but he's narrating it. It's the coolest thing, man. I mean, the you show, you tell me about it, bro. My, my yeah. daughter loves watching those right now. <laughs> but the, the stories like whether it was like all kinds, it was all the stories were just like the stories you told where, uh, he would get in trouble for stuff that the teachers didn't know wasn't his fault. Yeah, it was about three or four of them, and I was like, yeah. I, I told him, you know, teachers are human too. They they, they make mistakes, you know what I'm saying? But we all been through that, man. Yeah, you thinking up for the teachers? Yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't want them to hate teachers just because they, 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 they had a miscommunication, you know what I'm saying? That's what's up, man. That's what's up. So tell me about what you feel like has been your uh, your best parenting moment thus far. Man, uh, my best parenting moment. Yeah, achievement. However you want to. However you want to. Uh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, uh, I know with my uh, oldest son, I taught him how to drive. And that was a big deal, you know, because because he's not here. So he came here for the summer uh, when he was about 15. And uh, uh, his mom, you know, she always claimed that she too nervous or whatever. So I taught him how to drive over the summer. Man, He's been burning rubber ever since. That's cool. Yeah, that was definitely awesome. Uh, I think uh, me and Evan had a breakthrough, you know, I had to, like I said, I'm, I'm, I am, you know, I don't, I don't have an ego, so it's easy for me to apologize, you know what I'm saying, so. That goes back all the way to college, like I, I mean, we didn't have a lot of time together, but I knew that there was something different about you than all the other dudes, Yeah. yeah, you seemed pretty humble then. Appreciate it, man. So yeah, I was talking to Evan, and 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 we were talking about, uh, you know, certain ways that I punish him uh, for things that he do, and I had to be honest and was like, okay, so you don't like those ways, then I'm not from now on. I'm not gonna do those ways, right? We're gonna switch yeah. it up, yeah. but I am gonna do this, 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 and this. You know, if you get out of line. And he was cool with that. So I, I really enjoyed that because I, I never want to take myself too seriously, especially when it comes to my kids. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. That's what's up. That's dope, man. I That just, oh, man, we can talk forever on that one. That, that, uh, because <laughs> the reason why I say that is because that's what I tried to do. Like, I, I've had some, some, like I told you that one bad moment, but I've had I'm sure some, some other ones that we could share and take yeah. our day. Uh, but that's one of the things that I had did for uh, with my kids. I had asked them, uh, you know, an, an opposite uh, of it. I asked them 
um, how much time do you do you need daddy in a day? You know, mm. you wow. know, because you know that I work a lot. Mm-hmm. And so for me, I don't know how much time that is. And so in my mind, I'm like, man, I'm not spending enough time. Yeah. My wife would say, well, you, you, you get to them when you can, you know, mm-hmm. uh, so I went to the source. <laughs> so I, <laughs> I each asked each one of them, of course, Jordana's on the two and a half and she just take whenever she come get her time, you know, <laughs> uh, <laughs> And my other ones, they're just respectful of me when I'm in my in my room getting doing this as well as doing my other works. Okay. And so I went to them last week and I said, you know, I just want to know how much time do you need from me? You know. And they they told me a number. What? Okay. Yeah. And I said, Well, whenever you need that, you gotta come. If I haven't given it to you, mm-hmm. you come tell me. Right. And daddy will make sure that he gets it done. Right. And so I wasn't sure if they were going to do anything about it, you know, uh, especially the one I tell you, like Joshua, he's a he's a real reserved dude. And you don't mm-hmm. really necessarily know his emotion, but he mm-hmm. was the first one to come to me. He's what, nine year old? He's nine. OK. He came to me last night. He said, Daddy, can I get my 20 minutes? Hey. I was like, oh, for sure. I said, OK, but it was late. So he was like, well, can I get it tomorrow? And uh, and so. We and so we did. We we had even though I had a busy schedule, carved that time out, and and uh, we played Battleship, huh. and uh, we just we just enjoyed sitting down, uh, playing Battleship together. And that so, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do that. Okay, I'm gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna get my kids. Like I have a five and a seven year old, so I'm not sure how much they'll get the minutes or whatever. But I'm. My seven-year-old, he told me he wanted an hour. He said an hour? hmm Okay. So, yeah, I'm going to ask my kids how much time. Look. So how would you phrase that? It's how much one-on-one time do you think you need from daddy for you to ha- have a, a good day or be satisfied in the day? Oh, so this is per day? It, as much as possible. Okay. I mean, not, it, it may not happen every day. Yeah. But, but, you know, they will know. I think I may have said in a week or something like that. <clears throat> I can't remember specifically. I just kind of remember asking them what's the amount of time. And yeah. then when they feel like I haven't gave they haven't had the one on time, one on one time with that. Yeah. Come get me and tell me. Hmm. That's live, man. You know, and I, so I that, yeah. But so yeah, cause well, I have them every other weekend and then every other Thursday, but I could definitely they want that in the, they want that time by your by your by themselves though. Yeah. And I you know, yeah. I had planned on doing that, especially with Evan, because he's older. Yeah. You know? So I, I planned on taking him get a day for him, you know, after basketball season. But you know, the two little ones, they like twins, man. If, if I don't take yeah. one, I take one without the other, man, I, they go either burn the house down. <laughs> They, you have to. You just have to do it one day. You just have to do it one day because uh, uh, today, yeah, like when we was about to get ready to play Battleship, uh, Ethan, uh, who wants to be around his brother all the time, he was like, "Maybe it can be like a brother day." <laughs> I was like, "Well, no, son. You know, you'll get your time, and and so this is Joshua's time, and so you yeah. just have to, uh, he, uh, you know, you just have to wait." He was bothered, so bothered, bro. He went to go take a nap. Wow. Yeah. That, that's you go to sleep, you know they upset about something. <laughs> what? 
you don't have nothing else to do. <laughs> it has destroyed your world that you can hang out with your brother for for about yeah. 20 to 25 minutes. You're yeah. gonna go to sleep. So yeah. This is a yeah. That's live, man. All right. So let's get into these questions, man. This has been dope, bro. Uh give me a, a number between one and forty-four. Twenty-one. Was I supposed to say it out loud? Yeah, absolutely. Who was your childhood hero? Wow. Uh childhood hero, man. I, I looked up to hold on, baby. I tell you, she come get it. <laughs> uh, you know who was my, my my hero who I really looked up to? Who is uh, that? My name uh Colin Powell. Seriously, yeah, man. I, I wow. really <laughs> I used to read about him all the time, and yeah. Wow. Into the military, huh? I wanted to go into the military. Okay. Wow. I wouldn't have never thought that. That's what's up. All right. Cool. Give me another number. Forty-three. What has been your favorite age so far, and why? In life. Yep. What has been your favorite age for you? <clears throat> and why? Wow. So I can say this, my uh probably I'll say it like this then. I'll say uh 32 and that's just cuz that was when Evan was born. You know what I'm saying? That was yeah. a real that was a real joyous year. My first year teaching and my son being born and me getting married all in that within that year. So yeah, that was oh yeah, I can see that. That's what's up. Thirty-two. That's what's up. Okay, give me the last number. Twenty-five. What do you remember most about being a teenager? Oh, what do you remember most about being a teenager? Football, trying to trying to get that scholarship, man. <laughs> really? <laughs> I was you on get... mission. You know what I'm saying? This is also oh, like from freshman year all the way. Yeah, from eighth grade, from you know, well, from fourth grade all the way. So yeah, all my teenage years, I played football. Wow, what position did you play? You know, I played defensive end. I really. Defensive on a big five eight football team, yeah, man. Wow, pretty good. Pretty wow. Good. Did you get to? Is that how you uh, got to SFA? Uh, actually, I had other scholarship offers, but I walked on to SFA. Uh, wow. then I switched positions. I played safety and linebacker at SFA. Wow. Yeah, man. Yeah. Wow. That's what's up. Wait, you went from DN to safety. That's crazy. Hey, the, you know what I'm saying? Like, I knew nothing about the defensive backfield. That's crazy. I mean, whoever watches this, most men watch, they know that's crazy to go from I know, DN you know, to I tell everybody, man. I But, like, when I start, like, Coach just told me some pretty basic things about cover two, cover three, and it clicked. Like, it wasn't mm -hmm. hard for me. And I was I was a physical guy, so safety sort of sort of worked, man. You know. And now you coach it. Yeah, now I'm coaching. Now I've coached all three levels: linemen, linebackers, 
safeties. Uh, I've been a coordinator for about six years. Oh, wow. uh, you know, yeah, coaching is I, – I was telling a friend the other day, man, coaching is giving me everything. I think I was telling some of my, some of my basketball kids, you know, mm. that uh, I think they earn, they earn scholarships. And me and the other coach just giving them life lessons and stuff, man. Mm. And I was telling them how coaching has set me up to where I am right or, or playing, playing football has set me up to where I am right now. And I wouldn't be where I am without it, you know. Mm. And so that's what's yeah. up. Mm. Well, I appreciate you sharing, man. This has been a really good uh edition of Humble Dad. You've given some really good insight. Um, that I don't think that we've had. Uh, this is fun, man. I, I really appreciate that you enjoyed yourself. Yeah. So that's that's the whole goal, to make sure that, you know, you all enjoy yourself at the same time, being able to give some content yeah. uh, to people. Appreciate so, you inviting me on, brother. Oh, yeah, for sure. And then, you know, got a couple more questions. I need to know, how would you, what would you want, uh, how would you want your kids to remember you? Or what would you want them to say about you? I would definitely want my kids to know that I loved them more than life itself. Uh, and <clears throat> if, and it will probably be Bria speaking at my funeral. The other two, I don't know. <laughs> that's, that's, <laughs> not funny, that's funny. That's <laughs> Bria loves her daddy, man. Hey, they ain't stopping the funeral before she say something. Okay. <laughs> I was the same way at my mom's funeral. Okay. But uh, I would probably want him to say that I was always teaching, you know, and I always wanted him, uh, you know, to learn and, and I was always trying to be, you know, positive, you know. I mean, that that's me to a T, and uh, hopefully my kids are uh, – are receiving that. That's what's up. So then the final question is who uh which TV dad would you say you most resemble? Yeah, I, you know what I had this one before you even said the question, man. Okay. He's Cliff Huxtable, man. <laughs> I love that dude. You know <laughs> how how huh? how you similar? Well I think that he's the funny dad. He's the funny the fun dad. You know, and, and yet he always sort of checked Theo. You know what I'm saying? Like he, like just he wanted to keep things light. Yes. But he could get he could get deep with his son, who needed it. You know what I'm that's saying? And up. I think that's me to a T. That's what's up. I never thought about that. Yeah. Well, I appreciate this, man. Uh, this has been another episode of Humble Dad on Glenn's is how I see it. Uh, like, share, comment, subscribe to the channel. Yes, sir. And I want to thank you for being a humble dad, sir. Appreciate you, Elijah. Absolutely. Have a good one. All right, buddy.